What's up, everybody? This is Preston with ETOD Productions, bringing you episode six of the Call for Service. Today, me, Jake, and Josh are going to be talking about modern day policing, uh, policing in the age of social media, the news, um, and just what it's like to be a police officer during 2023 with everything that's going on. Um, this is a huge topic. We all wear body cameras. Everybody's got a cell phone. Everybody wants the first post on social media every time we have a scene. Um, so we just wanted to talk about what it's like being a cop in 2023. I like the body cameras. I like the phones. I I love it. I love being a cop in modern day. Because number one, if there's a cell phone on scene and we can recover it, there's so much we can gather from that cell phone. There's so much information on a cell phone that you can pick up. GPS. Social media. It's like a treasure trove of information. Especially if it's like a primary cell phone. Dude. It's so nice. It's yeah. funny you went like positive with it immediately because I, oh, yeah. I was thinking like, <laughs> automatically just like cell phones in my face, uh, cell phones on my scenes and people talking on their cell phones. Like I automatically like kind of went negative with it. And it's funny you went like immediately like what's all the information I can get Dude, from I, a cell phone. I was with you on the negative. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I, was, I hate, I cannot stand when you're on a scene of like a shooting and somebody just whips out their phone and starts like trying to take pictures of the of the person that's either dead or has been shot and you're just like that's so disrespectful like i straight up went to somebody one time and i said i stood right in front of them and they just looked at me and they were like trying to take pictures around me and i was like that is so disrespectful i was like (laughs) you can go ahead and go and he's like i'm taking these pictures back to the base and i'm like what base like that i don't care you can go ahead and leave like bro it, it's just it is my biggest and like people feel entitled i think when they pull out a phone they they they've seen so much on social media and so much from other officers and other places they think that they're going to get a rise out of us and my immediate response is if you'd like the entirety of this investigation from start and finish i'll give you the item number so you can do a public records request and get the access to my body camera so you can see the whole thing and post the entire video yeah i don't know what it is like i don't know if it's like i'm recording for my safety i'm like i'm recording for your safety too and mine my safety and there's all cameras all over the place everybody has a ring door camera and a pole camera and they're everywhere we have cameras everywhere i will say on the positive side, a body camera saved me more times than it's hurt me, like from complaints and like lies about the force I used. So, I mean, I think, I think I'm about 50 50. Because I'll like, like, go back and look at my body camera, like, you, you cussed when here is an investigation we're opening on. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's like, well, we yeah. cleared you of the excessive use of force, but you cussed the guy out. <laughs> All right, dude. Yeah. You got me. I'll sign the papers. I don't know. I think like the excessive use of force or like uh, like a rape allegation or something is a lot more severe than like, hey man, you probably shouldn't have said that word. Like we can get yeah. past a word as long as it's not you know yeah. extremely vulgar or directed at somebody in the really wrong way. <laughs> but I think it's probably saved me more times than it hasn't. Yeah, I've been on the receiving end of the rape allegation, and it was. That was about a whole 90 second investigation once they watched the body camera. And it was because so we were fighting a mental subject and she was a female. It was me, my partner who was a male and another partner who was a female. 
And she was like destroying her dad's room, fighting him, throwing stuff, all kinds of stuff. And we decided that she needed to go to the hospital, get, be evaluated. And so we're trying to handcuff her and she starts fighting, fighting, all kinds of stuff. And so we have to end up get her to the ground. And I think we're handcuffing her for seven, eight seconds. We get her handcuffed, put her in the car. She's like, I'm going to speak to your supervisor. Sure. Call supervisor on scene, and she immediately the first thing she says is, "I was raped by your police officer." I was like, "When? <laughs> Today? Wait, were, tonight? Like, were, were you serious?" And she was like, "Yep, I want to file a complaint." And she did, and everyone came out and went through the steps, and they looked at it for the whole ten seconds of the interaction. I'm like, "All right, you're good to go." I mean, I think uh, I think we were all on scene. We were when uh, somebody put on social media that we shot somebody. Yeah. And the individual was shot. Yeah. But oh, it was yeah. it wasn't by us. And everybody and their mom showed up. Dude, that whole scene. Checking everybody's body cams and all that, saying that we shot somebody, and it was cleared in like they just watched the video and like oh yeah, we were all over, <laughs> dude. We were all over Instagram. People were sending me Instagram videos like while while us. we were there and like waiting to see what was going on. We all had Instagram. nicknames. Yeah, <laughs> Instagram videos. Like it was just that that scene was just all bad because we're standing there trying to handle like a violent offense vehicle, and then a guy walks sounds like I've been shot, and we're like, what? And then the entire crowd's like, they just shot him? And it was, yeah, it was... They just shot that man for no reason. <laughs> it was it was all bad. But honestly, like I say, all in all, I would be on the positive side. I think policing nowadays, like, I think it's, it's much better than it was. I think the reason you don't know a lot of the stuff that used to happen is because there wasn't social media. You know, there wasn't people in your face and everything like that. Like it just it you just don't know because people don't tell those stories to everybody. You know, you don't just hear those stories. You have to know the person that was in the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like the body cameras, I love the idea of the body camera. I think more police agencies need to be like, they're a good thing, this is what we're gonna use them for. And I don't think they need to abuse the power of them. You know what I mean? Like using them to to go back and penalize you because you were by yourself in a vehicle and you accidentally turned it on and you said oh, I'll use the curse word and now you're in trouble because you cursed and it, it's just I think if done correctly it's it's a very positive thing well yeah and I've heard of officers getting in trouble because their body camera like on their way to a hot call or like on their way to chase a vehicle they said something like oh we got these mother you know and like what I think people forget, um, and I was actually talking with somebody about it today, what I think people forget is like the mindset that you have to be in sometimes to handle these things. And like, you have to be, it's cops and robbers. <laughs> We've talked about this before. It's like a big deadly game you play for keeps. But sometimes you kind of have to hype yourself up. When you're fighting somebody, like that adrenaline dump will make you say things that you didn't want to say or typically wouldn't say. And I think it needs to be taken with a grain of salt. The body camera is great for picking up things maybe you forgot or a detail you forgot in a report and you can go back and look at it. Evidence you might have missed. Like there's so many good things about it. Accusations that aren't true. 
use it for those things and you can use them as guiding points and if an officer does something illegal obviously like it's good for that too but i don't think it should be used against officers in that way where like you're alone in your car on the phone somebody flies by with their lights on you don't even know why they're why they're passing and it picked up your conversation with you saying a curse word in private right and that's happened people have gotten written up yeah so i mean i think it's it's got to be a balance it's a hard balance but it's got to be done but yeah, I I think um, like with the news and social media, I think that's really the aspect that that we encounter as the hardest part. You know, like it. I think social media scares newer police officers, right? They're I think they're so terrified of being that officer on social media or something of that nature. You know what I mean? Like I think they're more afraid of being um, sort of viral. I don't think they want to be that officer that goes viral. So I think sometimes hesitation can occur because you're like, oh, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to do the wrong thing or I don't want to do excessive force or I don't want to do this or that when like you, that causes you to hesitate and causes you to forget your training because you're worried about something that's completely irrelevant because you're recording everything you're doing anyways. Yeah. You know, so, and I think a lot of people forget that, like, you're ultimately going to save your own job. Just do your training, follow your training, and handle your business. Don't hesitate. Do what you have to do to protect yourself and to protect others, and just follow the policy. Like, it's... I think, I mean, I still think about it. I mean, obviously, I'm newer, but I still think about it. Like, I always tell my wife, like, I don't want to end up on the news for good or bad. I don't want to become famous for anything good right now, like because I have things I want to do in my career that maybe I don't want to be the. Oh, you're the officer that I know that. Going back to social media, we have guys that are pretty well known in the city that record themselves constantly. They show up on scenes of shootings and like they're famous, like they're Instagram famous and and Twitter famous because they show up on scenes and record themselves and follow all the shootings and stuff. But they'll they don't like us. Like they're infamous for not liking us either. They'll, they'll like try to report on crime, but then also like f the police. And uh, I've ended up on a couple of those videos, and I'll see people out, and they're like, "I saw you in so and so's video." That was like, not me. Wrong, wrong officer. I must That's have been the other guy that looks like me. So I always tell my wife, "I don't want to end up on the news for good. Definitely don't want to end up on the news for bad. Like I just want to do my job, stay off the six o'clock news, and go home at night." I I don't know. I don't want my face plastered on every big news channel. <laughs> I uh, I like the news, but I think my biggest issue with news media and going back to what we said earlier, people on scenes with cell phones, and they'll get uh, like ten seconds of the whole interaction and post it online, and then the news will pick that up <clears throat> and report what they see and the the other information they have from however they got it, and they'll run with it. And a lot of times, it's a half big story, and what they come out with is not true. You'll destroy an officer's career. And when it comes out to be not true, they're like, dang, dude, that sucks. And the next story is cats and trees. They don't, they don't give two craps about if they destroy someone's career. And that's, I think that's my biggest issue with the news media. We've seen that happen recently. Oh, most definitely. They, they try to get ahead of it and before they get the details. And like, that's their reaction, too, to the modern-day policing of, like, if we don't get ahead of this... The department makes national media, yep. but in turn, you have a young officer or maybe a veteran officer who's done their best their whole career, whether short or long, and now all of a sudden they're famous in the city or even nationally, 
for a half-baked story, for something that they didn't necessarily do, or it's not like the real version of what they did, and now they're known for it. And people hear the name, they don't have to know the face, they hear the name, they're like, oh, you're that officer they talked about on this. Yeah. You know, from this fighter, doing this. So that, uh, yeah, I mean, that... I will say that's good real beer. The good thing about the body cameras, too, store makes a way into, like, the other regions of the internet, the body camera will come out and it'll say, obviously he did this because of this. Here's the reason why he did it. And look at the entirety of the scene. And so now the officer looks like a great guy, but still, even though the body camera's out, everyone still hates the man, no matter what, or woman. Well, they never release the apology. Like, they never edit the new... And if they do, it's, like, at the bottom. Yeah. It says edit. It's, like, a hyperlink. And it's, like, uh, it turned out the officer did not shoot an unarmed man. The guy had an AR-15. We're sorry. And, like, and it, it's just on... It's a 72-hour news cycle. Probably shorter than that now. It's probably, like, yeah. every 24 hours you get a whole new set of news and everybody just forgets about it until they see that officer or they see it on Instagram and they want to post about it. But I don't know. With it... With Instagram and everything, it does get dicey because that person, you know, you can edit anything. Yeah. You can edit anything. You can make it look whatever way you want. Or people see the, we talked about it before, people see the initial interaction and they jump your ass immediately. They, they're like, why, why are you fighting on the ground? Just detain him. And then they, you pull out that gun that was in their hand. They're like, oh. I mean, me and, uh, me and one of the guys y'all work with, we grabbed a dude. Had a gun, clear as day, printing in his pocket. We turn around, we grab him, he starts fighting immediately. Everybody starts screaming, like, immediately. Why are y'all hacking him up? Why are y'all hacking him up? And we get him in handcuffs. He pulls out the gun, and the guy goes, oh, man, you can't even be mad about that one. Good eye, guys. And he walks away. <laughs> I had I had Just something similar. Complimented us. That's funny. I had something similar during um, a large event that we have um, in the city, and... So myself and another detective who's no longer in the district, we were, we got the description. I saw the guy and we went there and he tried to run. I grabbed him. We went to the ground and I wrestled with him for a minute and people like are just starting to pull their phones out and it didn't happen very fast, but like you could see people were pulling their phones out and stuff. I got the guy in handcuffs and I pulled out this pistol that was way too big for him to even be trying to conceal. <laughs> it was like a full-size pistol. They had a sight on it. It had a like a flashlight, laser flashlight combo. And I was like, bro, what are you doing with this, first of all? And he had like an extra magazine and everything, dude. But like I pulled it out and people just like started putting their phones back away. <laughs> and they were like, they were like, oh, okay. And everybody like, so the circle started to clear up and they started to back out. And that to me, that's just a prime example of like, you don't know the details you see a section of the details like you you don't you don't hear what's being told you don't hear what's being relayed you don't see what the person who called it in sees and you're not the officer doing the arrest you're not that trained officer i love that people keep saying training 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 but you're not you don't know what each officer's training is like you wouldn't know what my individual trainings are we wouldn't know what your individual trainings are anything like that like we we have extensive training and a lot of different stuff you know so everybody is just everybody's built differently so that's that's just one of my takes like i've been on a lot of scenes where people have pulled out their phones and and everything like that we had another one um in the touristy area of our of our district and 
we got a description of a guy. They said he was armed with a gun walking around on the sh on that sp specific street. And we get there, like, we take up the whole intersection. We, like, get out of the car. We're giving verbal commands and everything. And this lady, like, comes out. And she's like, I'm going to record this for his protection, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ma'am, I'm recording everything. That's why my car is parked the way it is, so the in-car camera can pick up everything. Like, my body camera is picking up all of this. And that's when I hit her with my favorite line. And I was like, if you'd like a copy of the video from the very beginning till now, like you can have it. I'll give gladly give it to you. So people people just are very quick to put themselves into the police business, which ultimately puts everybody at risk. Because now that you want to be a part of this investigation and you want to interject, like we have to worry about you now. We don't know if you're friends with the perpetrator. We don't know if you're trying to distract us so that they can get away. Like, that's stuff that people don't think about. That's why they get reactions like they do, because we also don't know everything, and we have to figure it out. And so that's another thing that bothers me is, like, it's an officer safety issue. It's a pedestrian safety issue. It's a, it's a subject safety issue. It's an everybody safety issue. If you're interjecting yourself so aggressively, like, I need to record this. Like, if you're going to record it, just back up and record the entire picture. Like, get everything. You don't need to be so zoomed in that you can't see anything anyways. You know, and, like, that's that's what bothers me. There was, uh, I was in our evidence uh, building today, and they had a, a, I think a shooting or something uh, in a different district, and they, <laughs> they're out there working the, the scene, and apparently it was a pretty big scene, and they had a guy walk up, firearm on his hip, he's, like, asking questions, he's looking at, like, evidence, and walking around, he's talking to detectives, and other detectives are talking to him, and then somebody kind of was like, like, looked at him real hard, and they were like, what, where are you, who, what district are you with? Like, what? And he's like, oh, I'm just, you know, checking it out. And they're like, you're not a detective? <laughs> and he's like, oh, no. And he was just out there with a gun on his hip, like, walking around asking questions, and the officers were like, you have to, you have to go. Like, we thought you were a law enforcement officer. And he's like, oh, no, I was just curious. Like, that happened this morning. Dude. You know what my one of my favorite things to do, like while on like a hot scene, like a really major scene, you see people recording and you've asked them multiple times to put it away. Like, no, I'm gonna record this. And you ask them, well, how much, how, how much have you recorded on your phone? I've got it all. You just pluck the phone out of their hand. Like this is now evidence of this major scene. Or you should see the looks on their faces that they give you. I'm like, sorry. Like, I've been out here since the shooting happened recording, yeah. and you're like. Oh, <laughs> this is now evidence. We're getting get a warrant for this. Thank so you. you. Get it back in two years. You get it back <laughs> as soon as the case is over. That's funny. Yeah, I was about to say that's like the next thing that I like to tell people is you know like hey, better be careful what you record. Like you know we may have to confiscate your phone as evidence because you know this this is evidence of a crime, like an actual crime, and you know you want to have it on your phone, and people's faces are just like. Oh, like the realization that like hits them like once they get that it's real life and like this is not TV and everything like the realization is hilarious to me. They're just like, oh, they just like kind of put their phone away and like put it in their pocket <laughs> and, and, and walk it, off. It's not like an abuse of legal authority. People forget. People forget, and I don't want people to forget on this. Like while we're trying to bridge the gap and like humanize ourselves, we do have that legal authority. We are we have legal authority from the state to make those decisions, yeah. deem what's necessary. We're not just doing it to get you off our scene. We have the legal authority to preserve a crime scene. 
some of these could be major. Like, we've literally worked mass shootings. That's a major crime scene. And there are people who start recording when the argument begins, and then it turns into a shootout at a party, and 10 people are shot. And we're literally like, we have that authority. And we will use it if we have to. So, like, be conscious. We've always said, we used to walk the other way when we saw police lights, now everybody walks towards them. Be conscious that you are putting yourself, one, in danger, because a lot of crime scenes escalate, and two, in an active crime scene. This isn't like taking pictures afterwards, it's not standing outside the tape where the news media is and just getting the story. If you're putting yourself in and on that scene for an Instagram picture or something, like, you're putting yourself in the, in the shit, mm -hmm. like, and you might... And some things might happen that you don't want to happen, including the confiscation of your of your phone. Dude, I hate like this is a little bit off topic, but I hate when people cross the crime scene tape. Oh man. Like it drives me crazy. Like I, I know we're talking about social media and everything, but like I cannot stand it. And a lot of times like it's for that picture or there's other reasons why people do it. But boy does it piss me off. They're like, but my, my cousin lives over there and you're like your cousin what? You don't get to just walk. You can't step over a body because your cousin lives on the block. We had a. We talked about it earlier tonight. I had a mass shooting scene. Nobody was shot, and but the whole scene was the entire like the entirety of a block, and the back parking lot, and I had tape. I had tape everywhere, and I had four or five people cross the tape, and I'm I'm talking to them. I was like, "What are those giant bold letters on the tape saying?" So do not cross. I was like, "So you were able to read the tape." Why did you cross the tape? Why well, live right there? I said, sir, look down at your foot. He looks down, showcasing, like encased around where his foot is. He stepped and ruined part of that crime scene. He's like, why? Well, I didn't know. I was like, wow. So you think I'm just out here with lights and people picking up showcasing just for the health of it? Or like, what's, what's going on here, man? Like going for a walk through yeah. the block? And so I have to escort him back out of the tape. They had another lady approach me, and I'm telling you the exact same thing. Like, you cannot be in here. Active crime scene, this could be. Turn to a homicide for all I know. And you could be disrupting the investigation. She was like, well, you're violating my rights. I'm like, ma'am, please enlighten me on how I'm violating your rights. You're not letting me go nowhere. I was like, I'm letting you go back to your house. You can take the back door to wherever you need to go, but you cannot come this way into my crime scene. Oh, you tell me I can't get food for my kids? Not this way, ma'am. I'm sorry. You can go that way. But nobody ever wants to be, you know what? You're right. I'm wrong. We'll go back on those other days. Well, that doesn't happen. Yeah, that doesn't no, happen. Never that happens. doesn't exist. The um, social media, and I think something we can talk about is like for people to keep in mind that they're getting that last 10 seconds or they're getting like that the cops hitting him in the face or something like that. And obviously, we've seen things that we don't agree with that police have done. But I want people to keep in mind. I have a quote. Uh, pulled it up before we started. We talked about it a little bit. Um, but to keep in mind, like, a lot of times we are quite possibly fighting for our lives, stopping a violent crime. We're trying to stop somebody who committed a violent crime. Um, before I read the quote, we recently had somebody walk into a school, occupied school, with a firearm. He ran. We had no idea why he was there. He went in with a loaded rifle. He runs. People catch him. He's struggling. He's going into his waistband. He's not complying. And a lady was screaming because they were fighting with him. They, he was on the ground, and they thought, like, why are you still fighting with him if he's on the ground? Because he's still reaching into his waistband. 
Like, and she was like screaming, like running up on him, yelling, like complaining. She was like belligerent. She didn't know that this guy had literally just walked into a school with a loaded rifle with what we've been dealing with the past couple weeks. And uh, once we told her, she said, well, y'all didn't have to do that. And she walked away. She knew she was wrong, but she's not going to admit. She's like, we ain't going to allow that. And she walked away. I'm like, allow, he's fine. But the quote is, uh, it's by Charles H. Webb. It says, there's no nice way to arrest potentially dangerous combative suspects. The police are our bodyguards, our hired fists, batons, and guns. We pay them to do the dirty work of protecting us. The work we're too afraid, too unskilled, or too civilized to do ourselves. We expect them to keep the bad guys out of our businesses, out of our cars, out of our houses, and out of our faces. We just don't want to see how it's done. And uh, other than the part about, like, it's like a backhanded compliment, the, the too civilized. I'm like, wait, what are you trying to say? But other than that, you know, it, it is. The people will call and say, I think I've said this before on the podcast, you broken them. They, I, my car got broken into and they stole my, my purse and my gun. But then they see us arresting two, three kids in the block. And it's because we caught them breaking a car window. And they come out, the whole neighborhood comes out and starts yelling at us that they're just kids. And it's like, you called about, you didn't know, but you called about these kids last week. We caught them in the act. And they have your ID on them or they, you have, they have the same vehicle that they were using that day. They're using today. This is who you called about. And we found them and we caught them. You just don't like to see it. You don't like it. You don't like to know that it's two blocks up the street. It's a kid you knew growing up and he would, he knew you had a gun in your car and you took it. He took it from you. Like people don't like to see that because it's not pretty. Police chase isn't pretty. A fight isn't pretty. Shootout sure isn't pretty. Mm-hmm. People don't like to see that shit, but they want us to respond. They may want us to be there in a timely manner. They want us to catch the person who did it until it's happening right in front of their faces or somebody they know. I fully agree. Police work as a whole is ugly business, dude. Sure, you got sections of police work, like community engagement, stuff like that. You gotta put a bow on things. But no, police work to its core is dirty business. Because you're dealing with people on their worst days. You're dealing with so many crises, crises, whatever. You're dealing with all that. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of people, well, usually when you get people... They're on their last track. They don't want to go back to jail. And they're going to put up a fight. And I've been with Jake, too, on numerous, numerous use of force scenes. And, what, nine times out of ten, there's a crowd screaming at us, why are you doing that? He didn't do nothing. This, that, and whatnot. Come, come on, bro. You just, like you said, you don't want to see what's happening, but you want results. You just don't want to see it. And when they get the results, they don't complain. Unless they have to watch on the camera. Yeah, I had a, there was a scene that I went to speaking on that and um, this lady and her boyfriend, whatever, were in an argument and I will give you $5 if you can guess what they were arguing over. Anybody want to take a, take a shot? Cereal? It was a box fan. Oh. So, so borderline on the same, same ridiculous scale. But, yeah, they were arguing over whose box fan it was. And so when I showed up, I told them I, I made the decision. And the girl was like, well, blah, 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 yelling at me. And I said, I looked at her and I said, ma'am, you called me. You called me because you can't handle your issue. I'm handling it now. Deal with it. I was like, because we had already been out there four times. I was like, 
You guys continue to call the police. You continue to not be able to handle your own issues. He's getting the box fan. You have a ceiling fan. And he's going to leave. <laughs> like, it was, it literally was that ridiculous. But I was like, it got to the point where it was, she's like, you can't do that. And I'm like, at this point, I can't. Like, I have a job to do. Like, you don't like it because it doesn't benefit you. And so, like, just kind of piggybacking off of what you said, like, that's kind of the ridiculous stuff that we deal with all the time. And then on top of that, throw the recordings, like people putting phones in our faces and all that stuff on top of it. Like, I do believe that police work is getting more stressful than it was. Yeah. And the, um, the, those situations can literally turn deadly. And there's been shootings in our city where I think one ended up as a double shot each other and both died and it was literally the reason i guess cereal is because it was over cereal it was like an argument between roommates and they killed each other over eating the last bit of cereal wow yeah and it was in the i passed through that area to get to your house this evening oh it wow. was over there yeah um but it yeah i mean it was literally over cereal and now two lives were lost and those can turn deadly for us something like a domestic disturbance there was an officer killed this week. There was just, yeah, I was about to say, there was just an officer killed in, Missis- in Mississippi, I think. You no, know, it was, uh, I don't remember where it was. Three officers shot, one of them died. But it was responding to a domestic disturbance. It wasn't violent, it was, they were responding to a disturbance. Three officers were shot, and one of them didn't make it. For example, um, a, uh, for us, a domestic disturbance would be like um, two spouses arguing, just like an argument, nothing physical. Nothing criminal. Nothing criminal. It's it literally, we just show up to be it's mediators. Arguing. And that, I mean, something like that can literally turn deadly. So, I mean, if you ever wonder why, like, police officers are on edge or they seem like a little hype on a video, or, again, you might not be getting the whole thing. You could have been there for the fourth time that day, and homegirl just isn't getting the the picture. Like, that might be why you're getting aggravated officer for the, you know, I'm out there for the fourth time. I'm not trying to take you to jail. Give me a break. But that's when the phones come out. That's when right. the second you kind of start to lose it or your voice raises and you have to make a decision that somebody doesn't like, well, now the phone comes out. Right. Now because... the complaint is made. Now, and this happens, I'm calling Channel 6. They're going to hear about this. Good. Call them. You want my <laughs> phone at this point? So, yeah, so people don't people don't get that. Like, And it could be somebody that wasn't even on scene the first three times you went to that place. You know, like you could have went to the one location four times already that day there's a specific street that i'm thinking but anyways you could have went to one location like four times and then on that fifth time you get out of the car and you're like turn around and put your hands behind your back and somebody records you showing up and now you're viral because police pull up and arrest man for no reason despite being warned those first four times that you know if i come back like you know, you, you, this is arrestable. You will be going to jail and then you get back and you go to jail. And so like, that's, that's the thing that I don't, I don't think people take into consideration when they're seeing some of these videos. Or, you know, they have a warrant, you know, they have a protective order, you know, they're trespassed at that location and you get right out your car and put them in handcuffs and everybody's like, you didn't do nothing. And you're like, yeah, you did. That was the first thing the the chase me and you had together recently, Josh. That was the first thing out of his mouth, and then I pulled drugs out of his hand. <laughs> yeah, I had to pull it out of his socks. It's like, so you don't think we were like, we know what we're doing, dude? It's like, I wouldn't even do nothing, bro. That was the first thing like, out of his mouth. Like, come on, dude. We we just don't see you and start running after you. Just 
for the heck of it. Willy no, nilly. We we have all we have all of our like ducks in a row. When we get out on you, I promise you, we're hundred percent certain. Whatever we think you did, we know you did it. <laughs> to, <laughs> believe you me. To piggyback off of that, I do love um cameras being placed around the city and us having access to use them and to do like surveillance and stuff like that. We can do um narcotic operations and stuff like that you know just just being able to do those investigations safely you know you don't have to put an unmarked vehicle in a dangerous area because people criminals are territorial and you think that they don't recognize they know every vehicle that drives up and down the street like criminals are not stupid they're not smart but they're not stupid you know so being able to do that surveillance safely at a distance is i think amazing because not only is it recorded in high definition like you're caught on 4k but it's safe it's reliable to an extent and it's admissible because you'll you have no reasonable expectation of privacy because you're out in the public and so you it's not like the cameras are a secret you know like they're they're marked like they have little lights on them and stuff like that so i do think that that is an aspect of policing nowadays that I that I really enjoy also because I've made a lot of really good arrests for firearms, narcotics, and even wanted people using cameras like that. So, the technology in the police world is up and coming and it's growing rapidly. Like one of my favorite pieces of technology that I wish we would incorporate is like I think it's called Shot Spotter. You heard of that? Or it's like there's different I like have, yes. microphones throughout the city. And so if there's, like, gunshots in one area, it'll triangulate to exactly where those shots happened. Dude, it's amazing. Now yeah, I've heard like, about that. Now we have, like, drones we can send through areas, like, perimeters to see who's there instead of, like, wasting resources on helicopters, canines, all that kind of stuff. Dude, it's... We have um, our, the cameras around the city have the capability of you can narrow a search on the camera. So, like, you can you can type into the search, like whatever the description of the subject is that you're looking for. You can say, like, whether they're black male, white male, Hispanic male, what clothing they're wearing. You can even put if they're riding a bicycle. And, like, the camera will focus to only those things. And, like, that technology would be amazing. Like, you'd be, like, moments after a shooting, you could be like, we're looking for this, like, vehicle or car. Person, yeah, yeah, and they can pull it up, you know. But it gets a little creepy. It does we, get creepy. Big if you're a private, if you're a private business or homeowner, invest in security cameras. Invest Please. in doorbell cameras. It helps us. It helps you. Your home's ever broken in. That that's what breaks cases so much now. I mean, that is like package thefts. I mean, how many yeah. do you see on like Facebook and Instagram of those? Just people walking up on somebody's doorstep. Those people get caught because you went through the process of getting security cameras. It's not just like a little safety blanket that makes your wife feel better at home when she's by herself. That could save the residents. It's a deterrence. And if it's not a deterrence, it's going to get that person caught. Listen, and you don't even need like um, you don't even need like fancy systems. But I would suggest if I were not sponsored by anybody, so I'm not going to use any brands. But I would suggest whatever system you do get, get recording. Don't just get monitoring, because if the monitoring just means that you can look at it and it's and you can monitor it yourself or someone can monitor it but it doesn't record that no you want recording yeah you want it to record sure. and there's there's a couple different um i will say not a sponsor 
but I have Lorex cameras. I haven't put them up yet, but, and you can buy a certain amount of like storage and it just records over itself. So it keeps it for like a week and it just records over itself over and over and over and over. And so like, you'll have that peace of mind, like, oh, something happened. I have this amount of time to get the video off of it. And that's perfect because it's super inexpensive. It was not that much money. I think I got like four or five cameras and the device and everything for like 500 bucks. I think it wasn't expensive, you know, and then I know with like ring and the simply safe and all of those different things. I think the, uh, I know for a fact for ring, the, um, like the year subscription to it was like a hundred bucks and it was monitoring recording. You could have X amount of devices, stuff like that. And it it worked. Perfect. Yeah, I have been and it's great. Ring's good, great quality. Yeah, like it's a, really good. They have like some of the cameras can be expensive. I think one of their doorbell cameras are like four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, but that bitch is like four K. Like it's four K and has night vision. Yeah, it picks up on all sorts of stuff. And you I can, mean, it's it's phenomenal. And a lot of times you can you can limit those. So if you like take the time and learn the device, and you can go in and limit it to where like it's not picking up every car that drives by. It's not picking up everybody that walks across the sidewalk. You can set it up to where it only activates if people come up onto your steps. But then, I mean, for us, we, we lose out on being able to catch all that stuff that happened on the street. Mm-hmm. They had to walk pretty close. But I would say nowadays it's kind of necessary. I don't have anything on my house, but you better come correct. <laughs> I, can literally, like, I can adjust the distance like on my phone. Like, I can like pull yeah. up my camera and, and adjust the yep. distance that I want it to ping at. Um, but even like our body camera, have you noticed with our body cameras? Obviously, there's certain things that set it off, like vehicle lights, phasers, stuff like that. But have you noticed that it'll pick up a gun? What? Your 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 body camera will pick up a firearm. What do you mean? It'll ping moments where your body camera recognizes a firearm or your firearm. Like when you're looking back at it, like later. yeah, it'll ping it. And I really my body camera. So like. <laughs> So like if you're, we know. I don't label them either. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like running, so recently I ran behind somebody, and um, there's a point where my gun comes into the thing, and it like little red box pops up around, it and it says gun. Really? Like, yeah. So you yeah. know, so they're updating because <coughs> we have Axon, right? So their Axon is coming out with like the the newest camera, and now you can. It's almost like a two way talk on your Axon cameras. Really? Yeah. So you. If I read it correctly, you can you know, communicate with your other officers like on scene. Like if you're a distance apart, you know, Jake, I'm over here in the block doing whatever. Because yeah, I would rather use that than my radio. Yeah, we also have radio. You don't want, I mean, you don't want to type that. I don't know. That's that's what they came up with. Sounds it's really it's kind of cool. Fucking stupid. <laughs> anyway. I'm not even gonna lie. That sounds really stupid. The way I presented it, probably. But the no, way they, where they had, I don't know. It it sounded decent. But some people don't have access to radios like that, man. Everybody at least has a radio. Some people got like, cell phones. Some police departments have two radios, like one in the car and one <laughs> yeah, in Yeah, but if, if they have body cameras, they definitely have radios. You know, a lot of times you get grants for that kind of stuff. Where where are they walking around in cowboy boots? <laughs> cowboy boots. Hear ye, hear ye. A button-up, a button-up, right? <laughs> a body camera, cowboy hat, chaw. Nothing else. Like where, where, and their badge is just hanging from their shirt. Yeah, like, just hanging on. Like hey, that's the same church. That's the same shirt they wear to church. Like, no. Can, we, can I make a motion for that to be our new uniform? <laughs> yeah, 
I would wear it. <laughs> so, Daniel, I told you stop driving your tractor <laughs> drunk. <laughs> um, go back to, to technology. You know what piece of technology I think is fascinating? And oh my God, I can guarantee you I know what it is. What is it? Take a gift. It is the bolo wrap. No, no, I'm afraid someone will die from doing that. Yeah, I'm not a fan uh, of that. Uh, the face recognition software. Ooh. Now we're getting into That blows my mind. It's like that gets cheap. Dude, I've seen it like in action. It's crazy. Yeah, I it's, don't know how I it's feel crazy. About. It's it's very Big Brothery. Exactly, very Big Brothery. I'm not a huge fan of, bro. I it's it's cool to watch. Gotta be using the right ways, maybe with warrants and stuff like. That. It's 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 a that's a weird one for me. I think now, how far will up, it go? Our department, the way it's set up, I think you have to have a warrant and like in place for them to look for that subject in certain places. Yeah, and that that makes sense. I but think there should be some of those things in place. Um... Yeah, I don't know. That's to me. That's that might that might be pushing it for me. You think so? I think I'm all about catching a bad guy, right? But I like good old fashioned police work. I like driving down the street. I see him at the intersection, and got it. We gotta chase him down. <laughs> that's that's what I like. But I do, I, I do, I do think that having the ability to like focus on descriptions is a good thing. I don't think that's as intrusive. But I think the I think the zooming in on the face and the recognition and the, maybe maybe for very egregious crimes maybe that should be limited to only homicides. Yeah, things like that. shooting, like shooting maybe. life in danger, mass shootings, kidnappings, yeah, life in danger, sexual predators. Yeah. Well, you lose you lose some of those rights when you commit heinous crimes. When, when you violate other people's like that, rights yeah. like that, yeah. No, I agree. But like, I I think those would be the only reasons because, like like when. When do you overstep? You know, like oh, I saw him at Walmart. Not you can go to Walmart and follow him every single day or something. Like I, I, I don't know if I can get behind that. Yeah, but... again, it makes you wonder how far that's because we we work for a, a police department. We don't work for the FBI. It makes you wonder how right. far that's going to go. Right. At what point are they tracking you for the wrong reasons? What's, what's it's probably already there. Oh, I'm sure. I'm Big Brother's Big Brother. Hundred percent watching. <laughs> so overall, do y'all think? Because right now the narrative is that no nobody wants to be the police right and we're seeing it a lot of big cities are, are short and it's not that nobody wants to be the police everybody's scared to be the police because of what we've seen in the media you don't want to be the most hated person in america you don't want to be public enemy number one um so right now it's it's hard to recruit it's hard to retain people don't want the pressure of being the police right now do you think overall it is harder be the police in modern time in the 2020s era or do you think it is easier to be the police or do you think it you know it's uh, the way you look at it it's it, i think it depends on how you look at it so my biggest thing with like keeping police officers and i've said this for years you have a lot of like the older guys who've been on the department for 25 30 years who were they cut their teeth back when there was no body cameras it did. They did policing how it was done in the nineties. I'm not saying that scene was correct, but that's, that's how they did it. And you got all these guys who are in these positions now, like such as field training officers, who are telling these young bucks, "Don't do this because the body cameras will, you know, they'll wreck you up." And they're pretty much convincing all the new people to not stay in this profession, to quit or go to a different department where they don't have body cameras. And so with that aspect, I think it's harder with retention but i think 
I think in total, I think it's. it's I don't know, man. I, I think it's. I think it's easier to be the police now. I would say it's a mixture. I would say it's a mixture for a couple reasons. Um, so I would say it's easier because, um, because of the technology, because of the things that we were able to learn from and overcome, like throughout the years of policing. Because if I'm not wrong. Um, I don't think policing's really been around like a super duper long time. You know, like super I, duper long. Time. You know what I mean? But like, like, you, do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's been around a while. Like literally, yeah. Started but I mean, like England. officials, like, like officially, you know, the 1800s. Something yeah, like, yeah. but I mean, like, are you talking about like? No, the wild, wild I mean, like, I mean, like. Like departments and precincts and yeah, I because I know I know what you I know I've done term thinking. papers on this and I literally yeah. can't even think of it at this point. Thanks, man. Are you, no. talking, are you talking about like structured police work? Yeah, well, like you're yeah. the sheriff and I found right. Billy yeah. Bob down by the river. About, I'm not talking about fucking in like red fucking cowboy. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about that shit. I'm talking about like structured. We have rules and this and that. Like it's evolving. Like it's. It's not like yeah. I mean, we're not doing wanted, dead or alive, but... right? That's what I, well, that's what I'm saying though. Is like, like I get that there's been police forever, right? You've had, you know, the guards and all of that medieval times. Like I get that there's been police, but I mean, like when you think of policing, like how it is, laws and all of that shit. Like it's not it's, structured police force. Yes, it's not like. I mean, it'd be at least since like it'd be at least since they're like nineteen hundred, probably eighteen hundreds, at least. Minimal. Yeah, nineteen hundred. That's that's a hundred If you said if you said nineteen hundred, okay, just for example, because I don't know exact dates. You say nineteen hundred. That's a hundred years, hundred and twenty years. People lived that fucking long, dude. <laughs> like, like that's that's what I'm saying. That's that's not that long if you think about it. You know, so from where we were to where we are. I think we've learned and we have adjusted how we go about being the police. But I think it's more difficult because of all of these different things we have to remember, we have to keep in mind. You know, it's it's constantly changing. You've got the social media and all that stuff, so it puts you on edge. And I think the stress and weight that we carry from everything that's been going on recently, I think a lot of that makes it more difficult because it makes it to where some police officers, I'm not saying all, there are still those of us that will do what we have to do on the street, but I think it makes it harder for some people because it makes it harder for them to make a decision. It makes it harder for them to go out and do their job because they're worried about repercussions or something like that. So I think it's a, I think it's a mixture um, easier because We've learned from our mistakes. We we are constantly growing, just like criminals are constantly growing. Um, it's not going anywhere, and I think people need to understand that it's not going anywhere. Um, and I, I really, that's why I really am with you on this, and I really want to bridge that gap because I want people to understand that you know there will always be police. Yeah, and profession's not going anywhere, right? Because there will always be criminals. Like evil will always exist, yeah. and it sucks to say it like that, but evil will always exist, and we there has to be somebody willing to go and face it. Yeah, I think being a criminal has become harder. Like it's harder to get away with it now, but I also think becoming the like being the police is harder 
I think if you watch, if you just turn on the evening news or you are constantly on Facebook, like police are the bane of existence, the the most difficult individuals to deal with. Like we are awful, all of us. Um, we're racist, we're sexist. We want to, we want to do violence. Like that, like if you watch the media, you watch social media, you would think that. Um, but also it's made our job easier in the fact, like you were saying, cameras, technology, social media, have our shootings right now or social media beef between pretty much children. Um, but it's made it all easier. Warrants on technology, child sex crimes. Like it's definitely, we can catch you. We because, will catch you eventually. Like it, it's going to happen. They all, they all get caught. Think about, think about like being in a, in an investigation, like in the nineties, even the early two thousands where somebody said, Oh, he raped me or whatever, or he did X, Y, Z to me. And then they have to go through this long, extensive process. But now it's like, you just rewind the body camera, the in-car camera, and you watch it, and you're like, that never happened. Yeah. You know, so, like, for those things, it's way easier because, like, it's easy to dispel, and you can tell, like, hey, like, that didn't, that never happened. So, you like, I feel like we can save ourselves a lot more instead of having these, like, false allegations on us. So, I guess, maybe to close out, like, we know police work isn't pretty. We know it doesn't look good on camera all the time. Um, there's also some really big benefits to social media and to cameras and to being on camera all the time. But, like, how do you think... Because, obviously, there's this huge gap right now between us and the public, especially, like, your everyday average citizen. What, what, where do we start? In 2023, like, as the police, as people, like, I know the three of us really do care. Um, we do... Uh, can continue to show up on a job that a lot of people have decided to stop showing up at. And we know a lot of people who do and who will continue to. Um, like, where do we start to bridge that gap? And have people still understand sometimes we got to do a fucking ugly job? I would say we try to do it every day. Just every scene you go on, you know, you try to... For me, when I get out and I start talking to somebody, you know, I, I try to start off as positive as I can, you know, hey, how you doing? Introduce myself. I try to, well, depending on what the call is. If I get out of the car and it's immediately at a 10, like, I'm not going to go through the, hey, I'm going to come up to you and we're going to come down together. You know, like, sometimes that's just what it takes. Or, you know, if you're going to, don't like being disrespected at work. I cannot stand that. If you're going to have a tone with me, I'm going to have a tone back because I don't care. Like, I, I will have a tone back with you. If you want to talk to me like a smartass, I'll be a smartass back to you. Like, it doesn't hurt my feelings. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to think, like, I'm not going to talk down to you or anything like that, but I'll have a tone. Like, I'll be, I'll be a little bit of a smartass. And then sometimes Josh has to step in. But, like, I, I, I try to, and there's some scenes where it's much better. You get your handshake. You know, you hand you shake hands with a person. I pulled somebody over before giving them citations. They've shaken my hand and been like, you know, thank you for being professional. And then there's some times where it's like there is no shot that was ever being professional. <laughs> no, no, it's poorly. <laughs> what about you, Josh? What do you think? Man, I'm keep it short and sweet. <clears throat> Police work is ugly, but it's got to be done. Um, and I think the best thing we can do, the best that we have, is this education and continuing to educate on social media platforms about police work um, and trying to hopefully reach out to someone and maybe change their mind 
about the job in its entirety and tell them not to listen to a six second clip you see on world star yeah and give it time for the details to come out before you make a decision <clears throat> about the entire incident like i said it's it's ugly but it's got to be done and i'm glad there are people out here that are willing to do it and with that being said if you're interested in bridging this gap um and wanting to meet us or talk with us or anything like that we do want to have guests on the show yeah um so hit us up on our social medias etod uh productions at instagram twitter um also etod productions at gmail.com send us an email um so i would just say like reach out to us ask us questions we'll we'll answer them to the best of our abilities and, and we want to close this gap we want everybody to understand that you know we are people as well yeah the um just keep in mind uh this week and i'll be very vague but this week we've buried one of our own um there's departments across this country at this point i don't even i've lost count of the number of officers we've lost um just keep those families in mind uh all of our goals every single one of us we want to get home um there was an officer this week killed on his birthday um there was an officer who thought you know we thought he was on the other end of of this uphill battle of recovery and he passed away um there was two officers killed on a traffic stop um i know that you might see us a certain way i may i know you might have had an interaction in the past that you know left a bad taste in your mouth we're human we have families we have children um we're all just trying to get home so if you can be on the other side of bridging that gap and we meet in the middle uh, maybe that's what's going to solve this maybe that's what modern day policing is about but just keep those families in mind and just understand that we're just people that want to go home too um I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all tuning in, hearing what we have to say. Um, it's been a tough week, but, um, you know, just keep pushing. And I, I really appreciate the guys that show up to work every day and, and do it with me. I appreciate y'all. Attention to the television. We have reported at least one mobile code six driver followed by police. I need all 